chapter 17, in which I talked to Manka. I barely slept that night. I couldn't. My mind wouldn't let me. Every time I closed my eyes, I was transported back to the gangway in Halfen. Every time I closed my eyes, I heard the elf's soft chanting and the lapping of the water against the bollards of the walkway. Every time I closed my eyes, I saw the strange, ominous clouds that the elves had summoned. But most of all, every time I closed my eyes, I felt a strange fear grip me, a fear and a terror at the words the elf had spoken and my helplessness to do anything but obey. I feared what would happen were the elves to find us again. Manka didn't sleep either. I know that. She stood at the tiller under the moonlight, her hands constantly fidgeting as she adjusted the rudder this way and that, desperate to harness the wind to take us up the shore. I don't believe that Mother or Handelm slept that night, but they were both set on at least appearing to sleep. So feeling simultaneously bold and nervous, I pulled myself up and lurched along the deck towards Manka. She said nothing as I approached. In fact, there was not the slightest inclination that she was even aware that I had approached. Manka? I screeched, nervous as I always was whenever I addressed Manka. Nothing. Manka? I repeated. Can I ask you something? Still nothing. Emboldened by the lack of rebuke, I gulped and asked the question. Manka, have you ever seen a goblin summon the light? Still, Manka said nothing, her face still set on the night waters. About to turn away, Manka spoke suddenly, quietly and slowly. Summon the light, she repeated. What do you mean? I paused unsure of how to describe what I was sure had happened back in the caves. Like, like, in a dark place, if I, if a goblin was in a cave, and somehow they made it light up. I looked up and saw Manka's face twitch, just for a moment, before she answered. I've only known one goblin who could do that which you speak of. I could barely stop myself from gasping. Who? Who could do that, Manka? Saying nothing. Manka continued to peer out at the darkness until she spoke. Have you asked your mother about this child? She won't believe me, I wanted to shout, but instead I nodded meekly. And what did she say? She said that illumination is incredibly difficult magic. I sighed, aware that with this, the conversation was over. As I thought on this, another question popped into my head. How do you know those orcs? I asked, curious that a goblin could possibly know orcs. Those orcs? Manka replied. I've never met those orcs before in my life. But you spoke to them? Yes. You knew them? No. So why did you speak to them? I wanted to know if they'd heard anything about us. Why did they tell you? Because I asked. It was Manka's turn to be confused. What did you expect? I paused. I didn't know what I'd expected to happen. The orcs had seemed so wild when they approached. I thought, I whispered, I thought they were going to fight us. Manka snorted. You've spent too long talking to that dwarf. Hand down, I whispered defensively. 
Handown is the only one who will talk to me. You're talking to me? Manka replied, a hint of irritation in her voice. Yeah, I suppose so. I'm sorry. My eyes were fixed on her feet now. It's not a problem, Manka said slowly. I'll tell you what I know of orcs. I sailed on a ship of orcs for several seasons. They're excitable. They're energetic. They have an old culture. You saw the bones coming out of them? I nodded. Have you ever hurt your arm or your foot? I nodded. It was sore, I expect, and after a while it got better. I nodded again. The same happens with orcs, but if they really hurt themselves, their arm or leg falls off, and a new one grows in its place. You mean, I gasped, those bones, they came from themselves. Ugh, that's disgusting. Is it? Manka asked. Your mother used to have a gold chain. It meant something to her. My eyes were drawn to the gold chain, wrapped around Manka's knuckles as she spoke. Those bones are reminders to the orcs. They mean something, every one of them. A fight, an accident, an adventure. Those bones are the history of each orc, written across their flesh for all to see. I was silent for a while as I thought on it. Manka's words made sense. The orcs weren't so dangerous after all. Only different. That was all, and it had to be said, on reflection, not even that different. Besides, orcs were not nearly so interesting to me since Manka had mentioned the chains that she and mother had both owned. I gulped, desperate to know more of my mother and Manka's secret shared history. Manka? Can I ask you one more question? Manka shrugged. There doesn't seem to be anything to stop you tonight. Where did you get your chain from? Manka didn't answer straight away. Her eyes were fixed on the river, her hand still twitching on the tiller. Where? I started to ask the question again. I heard you the first time. Manka didn't snap. She spoke in her usual slow melody. But seemed reluctant to go further. Eventually she whispered, I got the chain a long time ago. Aware that I wasn't going to get any more out of Manka, I stood beside her looking at the stars that danced on the water. They looked like pixies dancing with their loved ones in celebration of a love that I worried I'd never feel. Watching the stars dance, I began to feel sure that I was indeed watching pixies. Pixies celebrating a love that I would never feel. My heart fell, and I rubbed my eyes quickly, hoping that Manka wasn't paying me any attention. Manka spoke without looking down at me. The sun will be rising soon, child. Time for you to catch some fish, I think. Thankful for the chance to move away, I scurried to the lines that were kept in the barrel in the middle of the deck. Mother was leant against the barrel, snoring a little too loudly to be convincing as I lifted the lines from the barrel. 